This is Primetime Sports, WGNS Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com and and always at at the game. game. It's Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Get an in-depth look at what's going on in local sports and a look ahead at the week to come. Let's get it started by joining the Primetime Sports team for the show here on News Radio WGNS. All right, it's Thursday evening, which means primetime sports brought by brought to you by Ida's Tees is on. I'm here with Danny Brewer, Rod Edwards, and we have convinced executive producer John Dinkins to stay in the house. You better not say that with Brian not here. He thinks he's an executive producer too. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. You you said you were the executive producer, did well, he not? Uh, yeah. Well, well he, he said executive credit for producer, it, yeah. and yeah, he, he takes credit for it. That's what Brian says he does a lot of the time, so, you know. Well, well, Brian doesn't even like me. What are you talking about, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> Summer and fall are fighting one another right now. It's a good day today. It was a little hot yesterday, so that's good. Uh, uh, second in command, did you play some golf? these few days and i've got i've got a story to tell but i don't know if we have enough time i'll tell it i'll briefly tell him i took a had a covid shot my you know it's the for the new variant be the booster and i've had a reaction every single time that i've had any shot well fourth one two days of kind of laying around not feeling great and finally got over it today this is my first day back so no to answer your question i did not get to play any this week and your your neighbor is ready for postseason. You see his what he's wearing tonight. Well, if they don't start hitting, he yeah, it'll be a short postseason. <laughs> so the Braves, they're not hitting either. So, but uh, anyway, so no, I haven't. Going to Fairfield Glade next week, Danny. Did you ever been to Fairfield Glade? You know, I, I haven't. I, I don't have enough money to go up to places like oh, that. I don't either. But <laughs> 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 uh, my my brother in law's got a got a condo up there, so. Yeah, I heard it's lots of ups and downs. Uh, my 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 son, who's a big hitter, he he has played up there before. And you mean up and downs? And it's up and downs in my score, mostly down. Well, it, it you know ups and downs in the yeah, course yeah. and in your score. Yeah, yeah. If it rains, I, if it rains, I'm not going. So can't but, walk it. Can't walk it anymore. Can't walk it anymore. Well, let's walk around and talk about our sponsor, Ida's Tees. It's the place to be in Rutherford County for school spirit wear, screen printing, embroidery, specialty items, and more. All your officially licensed Blue Raider merchandise from Raider Tees with a big win this past weekend. And a head, they're heading south to maybe an up-and-down game in Miami. So if you need Blue Raider Tees, polos, hats, and more, visit their showroom at 910 Risley Road. Just turn off Broad Street between Chewy's and Chili's. Ida's Tees can put your logo on just about anything. Stop in and see them. See that they can help you promote your favorite team, workplace, or organization. Find out more online at IdeasTees.com. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, Fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. 
Give Fans Heating and Air a call today. 615-893-7930. 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door. Whether you have a quarter acre or several, Las Casas Feed Supply has premium feeds and dog foods you can't find in box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. Plus, every Saturday morning, they have a local producer-only farmer's market with fresh vegetables, beef, pork, and more. Customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Family owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, Las Casas Feed Supply on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service reminds you that it makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We've been serving Rutherford County since 1988. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. We're just off Memorial Boulevard at 142 Heritage Park Drive. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers, Danny and Randy Brewer, have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here and you are our neighbors. Foreign and domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutoRepair.com, 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. This is a paid legal ad. When a family member is lost as a result of someone else's negligence, the grief can be unbearable. It also leaves you with a lot of questions like, how did this happen? Who's responsible? And is my family gonna be okay? That's a lot to go through, but with the law offices of John Day on your side, you don't have to go through any of it alone. We understand what you're going through and we have the experience to get the answers, justice, and compensation your family deserves. Call the law offices of John Day. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. All right, we're back. We're going to start this segment talking a little pro ball. And we'll pick back up just for a second since Rod's got his Cardinal stuff on. Right now, basically, baseball's boring. It's mm. two weeks before the season's oh, over. My heart. Everybody's, everybody's, mm. nope, nobody cares. I mean, the Braves can't win. The Cardinals can't win. They know they're locked in the playoffs. You know, there's not an exciting series coming up. So, I mean, it's two weeks. They're just they're hanging on. Well, all you have is Atlanta and the Mets. They're battling for first. And then uh, you have Milwaukee Brewers and San Diego and Philadelphia are getting closer. I think the Brewers are two and a half out of the playoffs. Trouble with the National League is really high top and top and bottom. I mean, it's like you've got your good teams. There's about six or seven of them, and then everybody else stinks. So you can rack up wins against all those teams. And I mean, the Braves are like 35 games over 500. They didn't even get to, they didn't even get to 35 games over 500 last year. Well, they're they've got the Phillies coming up. They've got I mean, got some big series, but. It doesn't matter. Well, the Phillies are, yeah, they're fighting for them, their life, and you know that's about the only thing. So I don't, I don't really think there's a big deal there. But you know, so basically, baseball's on two big watches. We're on a pool host watch. Can he get to 700? And I think he will. 
Whoa, that's a pretty big prediction right there. What do, you, what do you think, Rod? Do you think he'll make it? Yes, it is going to make it on October he's, the 1st, and I'm going to be there. He's got three. He's got to get three. Three. Knowing, oh, Rod, knowing, knowing Rod's luck, he'll be in the stands or something, and, and, and he'll hit it, and he'll decide to go to the concession stands up in the left field, <laughs> left field bleachers, and the ball will bounce right to his feet. And then he'll go, oh, is that the ball? Yeah, that's it. That's now, Rod. did you see when – Aaron Judge hit his 60th, the dog pile to get that ball. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's crazy. I, yeah. I mean, it was just like a free-for-all. And then a bunch of college kids got together. One of them got it, and uh, they gave the ball back, and they all got free stuff. So, I mean, maybe Rod could be in the right place. I mean, what do you think – what would Rod get if he got the number 700 ball? Would he give it up, keep it, or ask for the moon from Albert? Oh, not like that one person that gave offered it back and Pujols gave it to him. No, Rob would never ask that. He'd put it in his pocket and hide it. <laughs> He'll probably carry a different ball with him, and just in case, and he goes, oh, "Here you go. Here it was." This is. <laughs> I just wonder what would have happened. Seriously, if Albert Pujols had stayed with St. Louis, I think his career. I think he would have been the greatest hit, home run hitter of all time. Because he, possible. there was a lot of wasted years in California. I mean. Played on bad teams and he didn't hit very well. And yeah, but he had he's had a lot of health problems with his legs. Yeah, but but he, I'm telling you, St. Louis, if they don't get you fired up, those, I have to say they're fans now. They're pretty awesome. They're they they're into it for sure. And then you, we talked about Aaron Judge. So he's at 60, which is hard to believe. He's 20 home runs above everybody else in the major leagues. Yeah. 20. Mm-hmm. He's a monster, and he's hitting three three fifteen or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so he he's he's been he's been killing it, but the question becomes, you know, can he you know pass Maris? Talked about you know Danny says he can, keeps up with the Yankees, still a Yankee guy. So does that do you put a little note in there that the judge is better than Maris and Musial? <laughs> do I? I I I mean I I don't know because yes, it's a different it's a different era it's a different game now than it was then. So I, I I'm not sure. Whether you how you can compare guys from today versus guys that played in the '60s, I mean, because it's just different. You guys, he looked at me immediately when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I figured, you know, uh, uh, who's who's the who's the most knowledgeable about baseball? It's going to be you two guys, you know, as far as that goes. Now, I, I know some old time stuff. I don't know much about the modern game as far as statistics and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's a different game. And realistically, when you think about it, Judge is putting up old-school numbers because those guys from years past, when you think about guys like, you know, Hank Greenberg and, and, and guys like that, you know, they, they're guys who would hit 340 and have 130 RBIs and, you know, and, and hit 45 home runs. Not, not me. I don't think Greenberg ever hit 50. But – Still, th- those guys put up huge numbers, but the pitching was different too. Yeah, you know the pitching was a point. lot different. So you you had guys that would log more innings. There wasn't all these specialty guys, so it, it was just different. But by the same token, you know, probably in the off season, they worked in a shoe store. Yeah, you know, they they, they weren't they weren't pumping the weights or or in the cage in December. They were trying to make a living doing something else. So it, it, it's it's just different. It's hard. To, it's it's kind of apples and oranges when you think about that. But but judge, if he's got sixty home runs and he's hitting over three hundred, 
pretty strong statement in today's game. He can he can hit the opposite field too. I mean, he he can reach that outside pitch and hit it to the right field. And of course, Yankee Stadium is a big help too. Well, you he's matured so much in the last two years. This hitting, I mean, he's laying off almost any junk. And if he take if the guy calls him out, call him out. He's not going to go out of his plan. And he's very consistent with it. One one veteran guy that I, I used to play a lot of a lot of softball with. He he probably had the greatest analysis for a good hitter, knowing what pitch you can't hit. That's the and that's what it sounds like what judges figured out. Mm-hmm. Knowing what pitch you can't hit. If it's the breaking ball, you leave it alone. You wait on that fastball. You wait on that dead red, and that's what you come out of your shoes on. And that that's that's what you do. But you know what pitch you can't hit. And that's and, and you lay off those. So they call it. They call it. It's got to be in their zone. It's got to be in the zone. Got to be in the zone. Of course, yeah. You know they've got now. They got the little boxes, and it tells you the numbers where they're where they're hot and where they're not. But speaking of hitters, are you happy with your first baseman? Um, if you look at the overall, I'm okay with him. I don't. He'll never be Freddie Freeman. I mean, that's just you know that's that's the thing that people make the mistake of going. Well, he's not Freddie. Well, he's not, and he's not going to be. He. I think his lifetime batting average is like 255. It's not, but he's got 28 bombs and 80, 90 RBIs. So I guess you know it fits in. So, and well, um, you know, Freddie, of course, is leading the NL in hitting. I notice he's batting leader, so he'll probably finish out on top there. So, you know, the only point? thing, the only thing I, I say about all of that stuff too, they made him, a, they made him an offer, and he didn't take it. So there you go. I mean. Uh, and it was a it was a fairly decent offer. They weren't going to go six years because he'd be thirty eight at the time. So, you know, bygones be gone, bygones. It's kind of like pool holes. Right. You know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But, uh, f- but he is not the catalyst of the team anyway. It's it's Austin Riley, and it's uh, Ronald Acuna. And if they hadn't had Michael Harris come up, the Braves would not have been anywhere close because he's he's got sixty RBIs and he's only played like. Two or three months of the season, so you know, it is what it is. And Acuna, he's been kind of hobbled around, and I don't know what's up with him. But and then poor Albies, came yeah, back, came back and got hurt yeah. the same day. Yeah, but the Braves pitching is what their their starting rotation is. What they're so good. I mean, they and then they call this guy up and he's he's pitched four games for him and hadn't given up but one run. No, is Strider hurt now or are they He's got an oblique strain. They're gonna sit him out for a he's gonna miss a turn. But they've got yeah. that Bryce Elder guy they brought up and he pitched great the other day. So Yeah but Strider's you know. got some dynamics. Yes. Stuff. I well mean, he's they need to make sure he's well for the play I mean the right. playoffs. So they gotta Don't ruin him. that career if he's no, yeah. even then I wouldn't No. He's too to such a good future. But <laughs> just a second on him if you saw him walking around Atlanta, you would have no clue he was a pitcher. No, no. I'm, I'm going to tell you, though, his hips are just the most unbelievable, weirdest looking I've ever seen, but they're so strong. And he pitches with those hips, and that's he where flies. he gets that. Yeah, and that's where he gets his fastball, you know. Because how many strikeouts did he have his last last game? Ten, I think. Ten. So, I mean, he's, I mean, he does. It's funny, you, you think of pro athletes and – being great specimens, but you know some of the, you know going back. To- he he only played half a season in Double A, and so was uh, Harris. He you know they brought him up, and the, the guy playing second Grissom, he can so, and they have a terrible farm system because they got penalized you know for five years, and 
but they've got the upper echelon of the of the farm system must be pretty doggone good. Mm-hmm. Those first, you know, they're and they're gonna they got a good guy in their farm system, so they should be they should be fine. How about those Reds? Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, go Reds. Joey Votto's having a good time. He's, He's walking the around, and, stay, signing yeah. autographs, making. You know that was smart though. He went ahead and had his surgery. Because he'll be back and ready full strength when they start next year. At but 45, how old is he now? No, uh, 39, 38, 39. So, yeah. We're, there, there's my point with Freddie Freeman. I don't care. Father Time eventually catches up with you. Right, Rod? It does. Yeah. Well, Rod and I used to play tennis, didn't we? We played golf, <laughs> all those kind of things. Well, last time I played tennis, I remember uh, plantar fasciitis, and I haven't played since. Yeah. I, I had pickleball. A, you getting into pickleball? I, no, I've got. A, I had a torn Achilles playing tennis, and I did play. I tried pickleball. I did. I never could quite get what the game's about. I mean, it was. It's just different. Because I've got lots of people. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of rules to pickleball. You can't move certain places and can't can't, can't advance to the net. That's and, like volleyball. I mean, you got to stay in your spot. That just drives me crazy because I'm all over the place. Speaking of which, there's a lot of good uh, soccer games going on rod and and volleyball and all those things are fixing to have their district tournaments aren't they yes and the big one tonight for volleyball we got uh siegel is undefeated and oakland's undefeated so there were ones in the north ones in the south they divided the volleyball up in north and south we're getting really close just like baseball <clears throat> excuse me baseball season you know high school volleyball soccer all getting to, getting ready for playoffs we're going to talk a little bit later a little golf High school had their uh, tournament. We'll talk about some of those kids here later. Um, so two weeks from now, we'll know official seedings for playoffs. We know the Braves will be there. We'll know the Cardinals will be there. The Yankees will be there. Unfortunately, the Dodgers will be there. And there's a good chance that will be your opening matchup, sir. I think we have to play somebody else before we get to them, I think. I'm not sure. We shall see. When we come back. We'll have to play the Phillies again or something like that. No. Oh, not the Phillies. We have Dr. Automotive here. That's that's true. We do. And so I thought we would look at, you know, what kind of diagnostic equipment he has and see if we can apply it to the Titans to see if we can figure out if there's a way we can figure out what's wrong. So when we get back, Dr. Automotive is going to talk to us a it's little bit. It's the Dr. Automotive report. Report <laughs> on the Titans when we come back rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Market declines, unemployment, oil prices. Don't let headlines derail your long-term financial strategy. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Lee Colvin. I'll work with you to help you understand the impact of short-term events and how to be positioned for the long-term. We provide the tools for a disciplined approach to investing. Call 615-907-7056 for an opportunity to discuss your situation. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. 
We're talking now with Heather here at Carpets by Osborne. Tell us what it's like to work at a family business. It's a lot of fun. However, it's a lot of work. Everybody has to pull their weight equally. What do you think are some of the advantages of people doing business with a family business versus a a corporate business? We are here to answer all questions. We're responsible for scheduling jobs. Uh, We're not here to sell you material and pass you off to a list of installers. Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. This Fanceroni pepperoni is fancy. Am I fancy enough for the Fanceroni? I'm wearing cargo shorts. But Tim, so am I. Try the Fanceroni pepperoni with over 100 Old World pepperoni. Little Caesars changed the hot and ready classic and added 33% more pepperoni, which makes it 133% better pizza than before. It's really good. Order a new classic online and use our convenient pizza portal pickup. In Murfreesboro on Memorial, Warrior Drive, South Church and Old Fort. Pizza, pizza. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. All right, we're going to take a little few moments to talk about the Titans. So you head into Nissan Stadium. They've got these Titan trucks right there in the stadium you can look at. And I mentioned we've got Dr. Automotive here because the truck is broken down, Danny. Well, you know, I I got some questions for you guys because we had uh, golf league on Monday, and so I didn't see I didn't see any of the game. Uh, when we got home from golf league, it was about dark. The game had already kicked off. I had some other stuff to do. I was I was concentrating more on the Pennsylvania Derby, which is run Saturday, million dollars at parks. You know, I'm trying to figure out who who's going to win that. How can I how can I pick me a winner in the Pennsylvania Derby so maybe I can get to some get me some Dinkins money, you know, I can climb, so maybe I could go to Fairfield Glade. But anyway, so I didn't see any of the game. So my questions to you guys are, you know, to figure out what's wrong with a vehicle, you kind of got to know some symptoms, okay? So are the Titans committed to the run? Do they have enough commitment to the run early in the football game? Answer me that. All right, so let me tell you your diagnostics on the run game. Derrick Henry, 25 yards, 13 carries, four tackles for loss. Okay. There's the running back diagnosis. Okay, so so but but my, my my question is early in the game, were they committed to the run? Because to me, football is can be pretty simple at times. If you can run the football, you can win. If you have a running back like Derrick Henry, 
to me, that should be what you should do. Now, I'm, I'm no genius. I'm no football coach. But if you have a horse like that, the only, you know, the only way to get him running is to give him carries and to be committed to the run early in the football game. And that's what you need to establish offensively is your running game because that's your bread and butter. And, you know, pass the score, run to win. So were they committed enough to the run early in the football games? Like I said, I didn't see any of it. Answer me. Were they committed to the to the run early in the football game? They started out first series, seemed committed. You know, went down the field, scored. Uh, no, no great runs, no breakaways, but you know he got his four, his five, then put in some passing. They got some first downs on a pass. Uh, Burks caught a, a couple of them. Looked good. Uh, problem. I think part of it, they tried to run wide when their offensive linemen were getting beat. At one time, they came in with a fullback. He went through four or five yards. And they didn't do it again because they, then it was a quick hit. You know, you didn't have the guy beating them and all. It was a quick right. hit. You got two on, right there in the hole because you had your fullback blocking. And if, if they, I think if they'd maintain that a little bit more, and keep pounding. That's what you got to do with Henry. You got to wear them down. But we don't have the linemen right now that we had like last so year. So we blew a gasket, Danny, because Lawan went out early. Okay. All so right. so we had a cheap replacement part <laughs> that we had to put in, and uh, it was it was it was not working. So so the 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 aftermarket gasket couldn't maintain the the pressure to prevent the leakage is what you're telling me the leakage was happening bad because like i said he got hit behind the line time after time after time well they maybe got extra pressure when they put von miller on this weak leak and that just really blew the hole up right because you know what what they have what, what what's referenced sometimes by manufacturers when a problem exists enough and they don't know how to fix it they will call it controlled seepage so I guess that there was more than controlled seepage going on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things, though, it just snowballed on them. I mean, miff, muff punt, you know, Two. they dropped it. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, an interception, um, it just – Tannehill didn't have a lot of time back there in the pocket, and uh, they got really monotonous on what they were trying to do. And like you say, when you go away from the run and you become a passing team, they're just not – Danny, they're just not a passing team. They're 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 run first, and they went they went away from that. But they, you know, crowd was into it. It just it was the perfect storm for a for a bad bad loss. Well, it looks like in our passing game, we don't go for the quick hits or being a quick cut. No one move pass. No two point four seconds out, and that's what Allen got two point four seconds. I mean, we have this great defensive line but we couldn't get to him because he released so quickly and they were going to, we had uh, we lost one one of our uh defensive backs uh cornerback was out fulton so we had two rookies actually had three working three of the you know, all the actually the cornerbacks and the we had were all rookies and they were getting beat early they were backing off and they were just cutting and hitting so, so Buffalo kind of was more of like a run and shoot or chuck and duck. You remember, remember the old run and shoot offense, Warren Moon and all those guys that used to run it. So I guess Buffalo runs more of that quick hitting, uh, like I said, the chuck and duck. And th- but that does neutralize 
a defensive line for sure because right. you, you don't have time to get back there. Right. And so uh, when I, so so I guess the answer to my question was no, they weren't committed enough to the run early. It was that that, that our answer is that that the consensus? that is the answer. And you talk about a lot of coaches talk about complementary football, offense, defense, special teams, and as as Mr. Dinkins said. Special teams let us down, as Rod said. <laughs> defense let us down, offense let us down. That's not a good, what I consider, working together unless you're just working together to be bad because they were bad. The problem is, you know, nobody expected us to beat Buffalo. The problem is we didn't beat the Giants week one. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. And now at sitting at zero and two, we've got an zero and two Raiders team come into town this Sunday, and here's you a. a Playoff stat, an 0-3 team has a 3% chance based on history of making the playoffs. And then, But, Clark, you know, I, I think this team, if nobody had gotten hurt, is just barely a playoff team. They've lost too many guns. A.J. Brown, and, and nobody wants to bring that up, but, I mean, that, that hurts. I mean, he not only did he catch the ball, it's the yardage after the, after the catch – and you know you got Lawan down now, and I get I get frustrated with this organization because they don't want to spend. They'll spend some money, and some major stars, but they don't look ahead. They they knew there were some holes in that offensive line even before the year started, and they knew they were going to have to depend if anybody got hurt. And you can't go into a football season just hoping that nobody gets hurt because it's right. always going to get hurt. And you know Landry going down that was a big big blow, but. Uh, and then Tannehill's had bad bad press, and and you know Willis is not the is that is that his name? Yes, Willis. Yes. He's, he's not, not the answer. He's not the answer to their problem. Well, um, and Danny talks about we talked about horse racing early, earlier in the shows, trying to hit that trifecta. Well, the problem is the Titans have not hit on any of their trifectas lately in the draft, so that's not helping us either. No, and that's general manager there, you know, and I mean it's it's. Uh, I think Burks is going to be a pretty good player. Yes. Now, whether he's going to be A.J. Brown, I don't know. But you you got to hit him more than two or three times a game to, to find that out. And they, he's not – Tannehill's not having the time to find out whether they, they can hit him or not. Well, and you mentioned, you know, we're talking about receiver help, we're talking about running back help. But we've also said until we have an offensive line, <laughs> we can't run. And you can't stick Tannehill back there to pass. And he looks a little hesitant to run the first two games for for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, d- does that have anything to do with, like, 6'4", 250, that runs a four four forty on the other side of the football chasing you down? I mean, you know, oh, yeah. w- w- when, you, when you take a pound, and sometimes it can make you think twice about whether you want to tuck it down and run or not. Well, and Rod's 100% right talking about the time to throw. But we don't have any speed at receiver. I don't, I don't see anybody you look at and go, that guy can just blow right past everybody if you're not careful. Well, we don't even design for for quick speed receivers, really. Most of the time it's, you know, wait, wait, and then hit across the ground, you know, like and hit uh, Burks. That's what, what they constantly hit Brown with. And then they would run and break tackles and, and you know, get yardage. Uh I think the, really the big problem, though, is the offensive line. I mean, if you're getting beat on the line, you got troubles. Well, you know, and Vrabel did a excellent job last year. Mm-hmm. More injuries, more players coming in last year than 
ever in the NFL. Set a record for number of players in and out. So you're going to see whether or not he can coach or not these next couple of weeks because he's playing with he's playing with a half deck. Well, if anybody can do it, he can. I mean, we've seen it. And usually when things really look the worst, it seems like they came back and they pulled the surprises. So we'll see if we, he has enough there to do something with. Well, your schedule, got the Raiders. I, I, I feel confident, even though the Raiders aren't a bad 0-2 team, they really should be 2-0. The big one, though, is the next week when we go to Indy. Because as bad as we are, we can still possibly win the division. And if you can win a division, you can make the playoffs. But if you can't beat Indy, you're not winning the division, and you're sure not making the playoffs. So that's going to be tough. Now, I'm going to transition to the Blue Raiders real quick because I don't want to not spend enough time on them. But Danny's been saying, hey, don't count out Coach Stock. Don't count out Coach Stock. Talking about turning a team around. Week one loss, two wins in a row. Yes, uh, and it's just where you just got to believe in yourself and you stay with your process. You trust your stuff. That's what you do. That was old Coach Peterson at MTSU with his pitchers. That's what he used to always tell them. Trust your stuff. That's what that's what Coach Stock has done. You trust your stuff. You believe in yourself. You do the right things. You mentioned complimentary football. That is absolutely what has happened for the MTSU Blue Raiders the last two weeks and the wins. Complimentary football. All phases of the game against TSU. It, it was all of it, you know, block a punt, you know, uh, uh, passing game, 20 out of 24, Cunningham, you know, running game, uh, Peasant ha- uh, had over 130 yards, something like that, you know, defense, you know, sacking, putting pressure on it. It was complimentary football to a T in a huge, huge win for them over TSU. It was. So, good turnaround for the Blue Raiders. Got to see a turnaround for the Titans. Uh, I'm looking at pigskin picks. We all believe, but Danny's going with the Raiders. Well, I think Danny's probably right, <laughs> but I'm going for the fact that it's at home, and they've got to, they really need this win. I mean, they really have to. I mean, if you can't concentrate and focus on this game, you're you're. I think you're in for a long season, regardless whether you play Indy or not. Don't you think, Rod? I mean, I, I they've got to have this game. That's the reason I picked them because yes, I I, I think they're going to give it everything they've got. So we'll see. Well, when we come back, got a couple more college teams. My Vols have a big game on Saturday, and we'll talk about that when we come back. Notice they're his Vols now. You notice that? My Vols. (laughs) He didn't say that last year. No, no, he didn't. He didn't (laughs) say that. Quick, convenient, efficient. Three words that we all hope to experience when we do business. Our goal at JHA Company is to bring just that to an industry that's traditionally dictated to the customer when it's time to do business. Whether you're purchasing class pictures in a yearbook, class jewelry, a letter jacket, school spirit wear, or senior graduation products, we strive to make the experience quick, convenient, and efficient. Find out more at jhacompany.com. JHA, your one source for an unparalleled scholastic experience. You in a hurry for dinner? Well, we've made it even easier to order online at sirpizzatn.com. Tap the location nearest you and begin your carryout or delivery order at sirpizzatn.com. You can choose from our full menu and we'll take care of the rest. A Queen's Feast is calling my name. Order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online at sirpizzatn.com. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. If you need concrete work done, who would I call? Dan France Concrete. 
Here's why. He's local. He attended Walter Hill Elementary, Oakland, and MTSU. He served our community as a school resource officer for nine years, and he's involved in the community. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Dan France Concrete is a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete construction contractor serving Middle Tennessee. Check out danfranceconcrete.com online to see some of their work. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. Whether you're a student, alumni, or just a fan, Raider Tees has exactly what you need to help you cheer on the Blue Raiders on game days and every moment in between. We sell officially licensed Blue Raider gear. Whether it's clothing, hats, flags, chairs, or just whatever, we have it all, including exclusive gear you won't find anywhere else. Like us on Facebook for updates on new Blue Raider gear and special prices or discounts. For all your Blue Raider gear, shop Raider Tees today. Bigger, better, and go blue! Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. I want to finish about off talking about the Blue Raiders. They head Saturday down to Coral Gables, Florida. That sounds pleasant unless you find out you're playing the University of Miami, the ranked <laughs> number 25. So that's a, to me, Dan, that's a survival game. It is. You know, it's one of those things where you look at that two ways if you're MTSU. Number one, how good are we? We've won two in a row. How good are we? Well, we're going to find out because we're on the road. We're at a top 25 team. How good are we? Number two, we're going to get a paycheck. We are. That's that's really why they're playing this game is for a paycheck. Let's be honest. Uh, and then the biggest takeout that you want from this game is nobody gets hurt. You don't want to lose any of your players because their bigger games are down the road in the conference. You don't. You you, you want obviously you want to win. That's first and foremost. And do they have a chance? Well, sure they got a chance. They're they're walking on the field. That means they got a chance. Now I don't know what the what the line is on the game. I'm sure they're huge, uh, heavy underdogs. But I, I think that it, it's a good opportunity for them to go down there. It, it's kind of like a measuring stick. You know, it's one of those measuring stick games for them, and you get paid too. But the the biggest thing is you don't want to get anybody hurt because where they are at is, you know, like any school that size is depth. That that's the difference between schools that are you know, playing in the in the Conference USA and schools that are playing the SEC, and even your upper echelon SEC teams and your lower ones is depth. That's it. So you don't want to lose anybody. They had a great game again Saturday at home. 22,000-plus fans there got to see a big win. They'll go to Miami, and then they'll have another huge home game, huge home game against Texas-San Antonio coming up on the 30th. Yes, Mr. Dinkins, I said my balls. It's easy to say my balls, unlike my Reds, when we're winning. Florida's coming to town. 16 out of the last 17 the Gators are They're Achilles heel, the Florida Gators. Uh, there's no reason why they should lose this game, though. They're at home. It'll be a sellout. It'll be packed. Uh, you've got 
possibly the best quarterback in the SEC or one of the best. Um, they'll, they'll need to run the ball a little bit, I think. But um, Florida is not – Florida's down. They're not as good as they once were. Um, they should be favored, and I, I, don't, I don't see why they cannot. They, of course, there's no reason for them not to be mentally prepared or mentally up for this game. Now, you never can predict. Rod, you and Danny know turnovers mean a big thing, and uh, that could turn the tide. And Florida's always had a pretty good defense or a real good defense. But um, my, my, my look is we're, we're going with the Vols. I mean, I, I just think they've got tougher games down the road than this one. So if they don't win this one, everybody's going to do, be doing the old Vol shuffle. Oh, here we go, you know. So I've got them at 10-2, and two, man. So – I'm thinking they take this one. Well, everybody on Pigskin Picks is taking us, so that's that's a good sign. Rod, Rod is too. Rod is too. <laughs> that's a book it then. Huh? Book it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a checkerboard game too, right? It, it's going to mm-hmm. be a checkerboard game. Which I, I, I want to say this. I think the maybe the first checkerboard game they did, they played Oklahoma, and I was at that game. Probably the best college atmosphere I've ever been in. Tennessee was whooping that tail. Three and a half quarters. And right. Then, and then that was Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And th- that kid put on a show in the fourth quarter, and they come back and beat Tennessee. A big disappointment. So hopefully Tennessee won't have something like that again. I think that one of the keys for the Big Orange is forget about who's on the other side. It's just somebody you got to go out there and whoop. It doesn't matter whether it's Florida or whoever. you got to get that sigma out of you because, like I said, 16 out of 17. And I think that's been some of it over the last uh, two decades has been – they can't get over the stigma of it being Florida. Somehow Florida finds a way. And it doesn't matter how good or bad Florida is. They just seem to have had the volunteers number for whatever reason. Well, that the, the stars are aligned, man. I'm just, I just feel good about it. That little skip down memory lane, I suffered through that last half quarter at Oklahoma. My son's going Saturday. I'm not going. My son's going, and I said, Nolan, do you remember that Oklahoma game? The stadium literally was shaking. Yeah, it was. Like I said, probably the – and I've been up to Knoxville a bunch. That was probably the best crowd for three and a half quarters that I that, of any game that I've ever been to. And I think Saturday could be better. I mean, they're even going to have screens outside the stadium. That's what they're expecting, people coming and just being there. I, there's a slight chance I might do the same, but I don't know. I don't know. Strike early and strike often, and, you know, it, well, and don't let up. Right. Once you hit the gas pedal, you just yeah. got to stay on it. Yeah. You know, you don't let off the gas pedal. So we shall see. Talking a little bit about Vandy, three and one. Yes. They got the win. That hurt me this past week. I went with Northern Illinois. Thought they would lose on the road. Ye of little faith. Well, I, I'm pretty solid this week. They're not going to win because they're going to Alabama. And so I, I don't see that freshman quarterback who I said last week wasn't starting, and he started and had a great game. So he looks like a quarterback. I'll say that for him. I, from what I saw, I didn't watch the game, but I, from what I saw, he's big, he's strong, he's got a good arm, um, pretty smart quarterback too. But it's Alabama. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> well, what he's going to see across the line is something he hadn't seen yet this year, right, Ryan? That is true. I mean, that's that's you're looking at the best, and I guess only one can match him in talent. Basically, is Georgia. You know, I I don't. I've I've heard some stuff about Georgia. Once again, I'm a little bit out of the loop on on that. 
because I'm thinking uh, about those four-legged thoroughbreds instead of those two-legged ones that Alabama has. But you know, you you know the reason why Alabama has an elephant for a mascot. Do y'all know that? No, y'all don't know that. Do you know what you, Tennessee fan? You know why they have an elephant for a mascot for Do Alabama? Not. So way 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 back their offensive and defensive lines were so big people said dang y'all are bringing a bunch of elephants into the end of the game <laughs> and that was why the elephant is the mascot for alabama's because their line was so much bigger than the opposition's see that's legit i thought he was going to do a dad joke but that's legit can we say what he's fixing to say on the radio yeah. i wasn't yeah, sure yeah, yeah. No, no that that, that that's why because they were so big, they're like, dang, y'all are bringing the elephants in here. So that's why. And I guess it's the same way now. It, got, it, that, that, that hasn't changed. they got spot size and speed. There's no way Vandy can to stay with that. I mean, yeah, it's going to be it's, it's going to be, be ugly. It's going to be tough. Gonna be tough. Hey, but you know, the guy's won already won more games than he did last year. So take baby steps with Vanderbilt. But, take baby steps. You know? Baby steps. I, I think, and, and I don't know if, if – um, I may not be correct in this, but – the longest run from scrimmage by Vanderbilt ever was against Alabama. Can does anybody know who that might be? I'm gonna throw out Stacy. And, and I, like I said, I may be wrong, but th- at one time this was the longest run from scrimmage. That was a Vanderbilt running back at one time, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 kid? it was. Yeah, yeah, no, he was good. Uh, so, any other guesses? So, Bill Marin Angel, the punter. I don't know if y'all remember this, but like. Way, way, way back. Of course, Vanderbilt, they got a lot of experience punting. And he got it, and he, like, fumbled the snap or something, but nobody rushed him. And he just, like, looked up, picked up the ball, and took off running. And it was like run, forced run. <laughs> and and he scored a touchdown. And it was like 90-some yards or something like that. I only remember the 1969 game when the great uh, Watson Brown was quarterback, and they they uh, they had a, they won 13-7, to Vanderbilt. And that was now that was way before Alabama. It was kind of between Bear Bryant and you know that kind of thing. And uh, they kept hollering. The Vanderbilt fans were going, "The tide is out! The tide is out!" It was the greatest game I've ever seen. (laughs) Thirteen to seven. I think Bear was still there in '69. Yeah. But but Vandy didn't win this game when Marin Angel run ran that. Yeah. That that was maybe their only score uh, of the decade against Alabama. But at one time, that was the longest run from scrimmage uh, by a Vanderbilt football player. Was again, and it was against Alabama. It was Bill Marin Angel. The was that in the forties? Uh, no, I think that was in the nineties. Uh, nineties. Okay. I was going also. I was thinking about you know either Stacy or I was going to thought Whit Taylor, but I don't think Whit was that fast enough to get away from. No, anybody. but they had some good teams under Whit Taylor. They they had the, the early eighties, wasn't it? Eighty two. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That for 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 many 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 years, uh, eighty two was the last bowl game they had, and that was when Whit was quarterback. And uh, I wrote a couple stories about it, like uh, in the '90s, because uh, Witt was coaching uh, at, at Laverne, and then he, he coached later at Shovel and all that kind of stuff. So I did a couple of stories with Witt uh, because that was the only time that they'd beaten Tennessee yeah. for many, many moons was in '82. Yeah, and he ran. I mean, he he ran a lot, but he was running most of the time for his life. Uh, what I remember of Wit for many, many years. So, but you never. I mean, again, you never know. There's there are certain teams like Vanderbilt always plays Georgia pretty well. Certain yeah, teams, they give Georgia fits. Certain teams just play certain teams well. So and Vanderbilt plays Florida pretty well too. And Tennessee doesn't. That's my worry for Saturday on that one. They don't play them well at all. All right, so that's a little bit of, of college. 
want to talk just for a second since we're still in the college mode about a young man down at Smyrna who colleges are blowing up. And I know you know this kid. Oh, Aaron Carter. I mean, I think Tennessee's offered him now, right? Uh, I, he visited Alabama and Auburn both last week. I don't know if he, either one of those have, have offered him. But it's because they, they figured out, man, the kid can play. I mean, he the kid can flat play. He's, like I said on the radio last week, he's a football player. Very good running back. First and foremost, that's kind of what, what he's known for mostly. But the kid can just flat play football. On the defensive side, he's shown everybody he can flat play the game. And that's where they're looking at him, Rod, as linebacker. That's right. And, in fact, the, apparently he had a teammate that went to Mem- was going to Memphis. And he, he probably, my guess is he, hey, you got to check the Aaron out. He said he plays defense also because he only ran running back basically last year. Yeah, and it was because of injuries. You know, uh, uh, Marable, Jaden Marable is one who's going to mm-hmm. Memphis. But the, he didn't – he only played one way last year because he was hurt most all the year. He, he'd hurt his ankle – in the preseason, and they just kind of nursed him through the entire season. But he's so valuable in the backfield, they wanted to keep him there. But now he, he's fully healthy, and knocking, I'm knocking on wood. Hopefully he's going to stay healthy. He goes, I just like watching the kid play. I mean, because he, right. he's, he's a, a, a big competitor and a fantastic young man, first and foremost. Yeah, I heard your interview with uh, Coach Williams, and, and he's talking about he's one of the best kids they've ever had as a leader in that program. Oh, t- absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's funny. You get your picture made with Nick Saban. How many different people take notice? When we come back, we'll take a quick spin, finish off talking about high schools. Head over to J. Mullen Jewelry to check out their selection of rings, watches, custom-designed jewelry, and much more. They're a local business located at 352 West Northville Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro. They have gifts for all occasions, weddings, graduations, anniversaries, whatever you need, you can find it at J. Mullins Jewelry. That's at 352 West Northville Boulevard or online at mullinsjewelry.com. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. From dings and dents to full body work, Bowen's Body Shop has been trusted by Rutherford Countyans for over three decades. Let Jeff and Kyle Bowen put their years of experience to work for you. They have a large paint and body shop at 459 Middle Tennessee Boulevard with all their work done on site. If you have a fender bender or even worse, Bowen's Body Shop is the place to call. 896-0008. Family owned and operated. That's Bowen's Body Shop. 896-0008. It's not just a home or a car. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack. We see your home and car as the time and memories you put into them. Give me a call at 615-900-0877 and let me help you give them the protection they deserve. Renters, when you combine State Farm Auto and Renters Insurance, you save an average of $642. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and I'm ready to help you combine auto and renters insurance and save. Call me at 615-459-2683. If you're a Middle Tennessee Electric customer, you need to visit their website 
Here's Amy Byers. You might want to check it out. And it is very easy to navigate. It's a great opportunity to learn more about Middle Tennessee Electric, being able to pay your bill, and check that out for more information. Thank you, Amy Byers. For more information, visit their website, mte.com. Again, that's mte.com. We're at Rick's Barbecue on Warrior Drive, talking with Anne-Marie Brents. When people walk in and they're like, tell me what's good, I usually tell them the loaded baked potato, which is a fully loaded potato with the butter, sour cream, cheese, bacon, and chives, and then we put meat on top of it. At Rick's, they use the largest potatoes you can find. Every Tuesday, we run a special on the loaded potatoes. We call it Tater Tuesday, and we sell a lot of potatoes. Barbecue, smoked chicken, ribs, they've got it all at Rick's Barbecue 212, Warrior Drive, and online at ricksbbq.com. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. All right, we're on the last little leg here finishing up tonight. I want to give a shout-out to a couple of folks out there, some teams qualifying for region in golf and boys. Rockville, Blackburn, and Oakland all qualified for region. Girls, Central Magnet, Blackburn, and Rockville qualified. In District 9A, Eagle won their first district championship since 2019 in golf. And the girls team also qualified finishing third, along with PCA. And so region turn- tournaments start next week. So good luck to all those golfers who are all better than me. And then high school football, we hit week six. We talked about some toss-up games, gentlemen, toss-up games. Maybe not big games as far as districts concerned. But toss-up games going on. One of them, you've got Rockville. We had the big win over Riverdale last week. They're heading down to Nolansville, which I think will be a very tough game. Nolansville's five and zero. Yeah, they're rated fifth in the five A. Uh, got a good quarterback. Got a good speed. Just got a really good balanced team. I think they and Page are the top five A teams in Williamson County. So you know. Hopefully, Rockville can find another way to win on the road, but it's going to be a tough game. Danny, I don't know if you're going to be watching the Smyrna-Riverdale game, but, I mean, I think even though they're not obviously in the same district, huge game for me particularly, I think, for Riverdale. Well, I think you're right, and God willing, I'll be there. It's a big game that's not a big game, you know, because it's it's not region game, so it's not, it's not a league contest, but – it's huge from the standpoint of local bragging rights. You know, uh, they've developed uh, a rivalry that kind of really blossomed in the 2000s. Uh, you know, and it became more of a of a heated rivalry when Smyrna started winning some games. You know, especially uh, the 06 when they beat Riverdale in the playoffs and stuff like that. <clears throat> but you're right, Riverdale really wants to start playing better because I don't think Coach Kreisky is really happy with how his team has played uh they've they've, they have won but he's not happy with how they've played so he wants to be better this is their opportunity neighborhood kind of battle so to speak so yeah i think it is it's 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 a really big big game for many reasons even though it's not a big game because of region uh, aspects and we've talked about aaron already (laughs) landon miller hasn't played in a couple weeks hasn't really affected smyrna Big, but I think this is the biggest test they've had since he's been out. Oh, there's no no question about that. I think that he is way closer to being ready. Whether he'll play or not, don't know. I think it'll be kind of game time decision. I don't think he will. 
I don't think he's going to be ready to play and play all the time, you know, uh, and I don't know that they will play him all the time. He may see some spot duty, but I, I don't know that for a fact, but I think he is a lot more healthy. I know he's been throwing the football some at practice, which is, uh, which is good. So I think that he will, he will do some things and maybe get on the field in some aspect, but I think that Thomas Jones will probably see the bulk of, of the snaps at quarterback, and that kid has done very well. And he, he's, he's been plugged into that role, and he has done very well. Smyrna at Riverdale is the WGNS Game of the Week. Rod will be there with Brian and John. John, I, I, wouldn't, play, I wouldn't play Landon pro- tomorrow night. No, I wouldn't either. I, I mean, I, they may want to just get the rust off of him, but um, they want him for district games, I would think. Cane K- Ridge is next week. That's the game that really, really matters. And like I said – if anything, I think he'll dress. May see some spot duty here and there, but but I don't think that he's going to be rolling out there, uh, getting in the huddle every uh, uh, every every play. But you know, I, I'm not privy to the game plan. But I, I think you're absolutely right. Riverdale's a game that Smyrna wants to win, but they don't want to do it to their own detriment. You know, because they they know there are bigger fish to fry as far as region games are concerned. Well. Anytime Smyrna's playing, it's going to be a physical matchup. And the last thing Coach wants to see is the Heron kid coming off the corner and putting Landon on the ground, hurting that shoulder even worse. Oh, absolutely right. You know, it's one of those things where this will be um, a slugfest, very physical game. Last year's Riverdale-Smyrna game was one of the hardest-hitting high school football games that I'd seen in a long time. Riverdale's defense last year was – extremely impressive Smyrna's defense last year was extremely impressive and so they were both just smacking each other right in the mouth and then Riverdale popped a couple big plays and Riverdale won the football game because of a couple big plays but otherwise it was just back and forth just three and out three and out but it was just just leather uh, trading leather just smacking just slobber knocking it was just it was really really a, a very entertaining football game if you like that style of football it's probably the best game in Rutherford County, which is why it's our game, WGNS Game of the Week. So if you can't get out, make sure you tune in to us. Other things going on this weekend with WGNS, you've got Braves Baseball. They're playing the Phillies this weekend. Tomorrow night at 6, you'll start with Murphy's matchups. And then at 6.30 again, it'll be John, Brian, and Rod at Riverdale High School doing the Riverdale-Smyrna game. Saturday morning, you can catch all the coaches' shows, listen to all the high school coaches. Hopefully good things will happen there. And then MTSU football against Miami Saturday. And then more Braves baseball game this weekend. And finally, Coach Stockstill's show on Monday. And we're out of time, gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. And we'll talk to you again next Thursday night.